Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gendel, and on today's amazing episode, I'm speaking with the talented Henry Lucas, author of Maximize, 10 Approaches for Getting the Most from Your Life. Henry is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor and the owner of Lucas Counseling and Consulting. With a focus on trauma, he works with patients to help them resolve a variety of issues and maximize their full potential. Henry is also a active member of the nonprofit organization called Mankind Project, facilitating transformational experiences for men throughout the year. He recently started a foundation that awards scholarships to social work students at the University of Louisville Kent School of Social Work. Entitled the Compassionate Person Scholarship, it supports diverse students' educational expenses, including books, materials, and tuition. So if you're ready to maximize your life, stay tuned for this episode of the Daily Authors Podcast with Henry Lucas. Hey, by the way, if you're ready to write your book today, you can head on over to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free and get a free four-lesson video course that'll help you on your journey to writing your book. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. Well, thanks again, Henry, for jumping on the show here tonight. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. We're here to talk about your book, Maximize 10 Approaches for Getting the Most from Your Life. But before we jump into uh, your book, maybe you could just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself, your work, and, and what you're up to right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm recovering from, I just got back from a 10-day trip with my wife to Italy, so I'm still uh, adjusting to the schedule and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So, uh, in my free time, I like to travel uh, internationally uh, mo- most often. Um, right now I'm in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, a licensed clinical alcohol drug counselor. I own uh, Lucas Counseling and Consulting where I do uh, individual, couple, family uh, therapy. I primarily specialize in treating trauma and addiction using a couple of therapies right now. One's EMDR, uh, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And I'm using another uh, therapy called transactional analysis. Um, I do some consulting uh, with other professionals. I do some uh, some supervision uh, for other professionals as part of uh, professional development. I uh, am involved in an international nonprofit organization called the Mankind Project, where we host uh, weekend-long transformational uh, trainings. I uh, recently started a scholarship fund at the University of Louisville Kent School for Social Work uh, to really help uh, social work students uh, have access to materials and things that they'll need to be successful in, in school. Um, and I recently wrote this book, and the book's been out for about five weeks now, so uh, awesome. it's, been a, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah, sounds like you're busy doing a yeah. lot. Sounds like you're maximizing. (laughs) Awesome. Well, why don't don't we uh, touch on your book then? Uh, Could you give us the listeners just a 30,000 foot view? Yeah, the book Maximize uh, 10 Approaches to Get the Most from Your Life is uh, a book that, uh, you know, I've uh, I've read um, quite a bit of self-help books. Yeah. 
own journey. And um, I've, I've read a lot of the famous stuff. I love, I've read a lot of the underground stuff, you know, and I'm pretty, um, you know, I'm just naturally kind of pessimistic and, and skeptical. And, you know, I, I read a lot of self-help books and I walk away from them and uh, I'm not really satisfied. Uh, they don't, I don't really feel like uh, they really offer me anything. Uh, I'll get bored really easily. So when I put this book together, a self-help book, it's directed primarily towards millennials, but, you know, I think it could really have a positive impact on anyone's life, uh, regardless of what their generation or developmental stage is. Um, and it's 10 approaches. I think they're important to really finding a happiness and more meaningful life. Uh, things like humor and perspective, attitude, uh, passion, love, helping others, uh, taking risks, finding adventure, um, finding meaning and purpose in our lives. Uh, having a, a, you know, our attitude is really important. And it's a short book. It's uh, under 100 pages. Um, and I use a lot of my personal experience of overcoming stuff. I use some of my, my clinical uh, educational uh, experience and wisdom. Um, and each chapter uh, at the end has, uh, you know, questions and activities that the audience, the readers can do to really help them access the things I'm talk that I'm talking about, which I think is uh, really important that, you know, I don't necessarily believe that knowledge is power. It's the application of knowledge that's, that's power. So taking the concepts and really putting them into, uh, you know, uh, practical uh, steps for making change. Yeah, well, that's, I love it. Uh, but could you dive in maybe a little deeper into a favorite chapter or section of the book? Anything that stands out that if, if you were to give one chapter away to one of the listener or someone who might want to buy your book, what, would, what chapter would that be? Oh, wow. That's a good question. You know, I don't know if I have a, a favorite, um, but let me see which one really resonates right now where I'm at in my life. Probably um, I'd have to go with um, meaning and purpose. Hmm. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, I've been through everything I've been, I've, I've, I've gone through in my life um, to help get me to where I'm at and in the low spots of my life and the, the trials and tribulations and, and in my own suffering, you know, from that, being resilient and being courageous has really allowed me to find uh, who I am as a person and really has helped me uh, um, find uh, what's my meaning uh, in this world, um, not just as a, uh, a therapist or professional, but, you know, also as a husband and as a, as a father of, of a two-year-old. I think it's the low spots in our life. Uh, it's not so much our trauma that, that defines us. It's our resiliency and how we overcome uh, our obstacles that we need to find. So probably uh, the last chapter, uh, meaning and purpose. Yeah. What about uh, the different influences in your life? I know uh, you talked about reading a lot, different um, self-help books. Uh, is there any other influences that stand out in your life? Who has influenced you and how have they done so? Yeah, so my sort of immediate response is, um, you know, this the sphere of influence and who's the closest to me, and probably uh, my wife and daughter. 
Uh, I just celebrated uh, being married for five years, and it's been an incredible and challenging journey in and of itself uh, to really learn to coexist yeah. with somebody else and to know that, um, you know, they're not going to abandon me and that I don't have to jump ship either. <laughs> and then my daughter, um, she just turned two this past July, and that has really deepened uh, uh the the quality of love that I could have for another person and to truly experience a, you know, unconditional love, no matter what, that's been the, probably the biggest influence. Um, I, I'm very fortunate. I have so many good people in my life that support me. Um, you know, I don't really think it's just one person. I, I think that the universe puts people uh, in my life when I need them the most. And some of those people are, are still there. Another good influence is, um, was my high school math teacher who we still stay in contact with. And, um, there's been other people that have come into my life and are, are not in my life anymore. Um, so there's not really one specific person. I think it's the collective string of people that are just happened to, uh, to be in front of me. And I also believe that, um, Everyone that I come in contact with, um, strangers and family, friends, acquaintances, uh, everyone um, can have an impact on my life if I let them. If I'm open to the possibilities, um, I think they can have an impact on my life. And, you know, the same is true for I can have an impact on everybody's life that I come in contact with. That's, that's, that's how big our human interaction with each other is, you know. Yeah, so true. So true. Uh, any uh, particular uh, failure in your life that maybe stands out that you've learned from? I know in my personal life, seems to be those things that help me learn the most. Anything that stands out or story you can share with the listeners? Yeah, I wouldn't call it a failure, but um, when I was 24 years old, I uh, went into um, addiction treatment for uh, drug dependency um, for several substances. I was using about $300 worth of uh, Oxycontin a day, uh, which is very similar to heroin. I was um, using a lot of marijuana every day and drinking alcohol. And uh, I remember I woke up one morning, I really came to, and it was uh, about October of 2008, and um, something was different. I, I wanted to change. I wanted uh, all the madness to stop. And in December, uh, two months after that experience, um, I actually went into to rehab and uh, I completed about 35 days of, of inpatient treatment. And, um, you know, I haven't found it necessary in almost 11 years to use drugs or alcohol. So, I wouldn't really call it a failure, but you know that has certainly been the uh, the turning point. It's really been the most pivotal uh, thing that I've I've uh, I've really walked through to get to where I'm at today. Yeah, that's powerful, and yeah, congratulations. I know that's not an easy step to take, um, and to stay stick with it. So, uh, any any particular quotes that stand out? Uh, you use any in your book or? Something maybe you live by. Yeah, each well, you know each chapter starts off with uh, with a quote from um, 
um, people that are important, like Maya Angelou and uh, Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm from the same city that Muhammad Ali's from, so he's uh, really big here. And, yeah, uh, I've got uh, I think John F. Kennedy's in there. Just some some really uh, really powerful, great people that I admire. And uh, I was kind of, you know, I knew this would probably be a question that would be asked. And, you know, one of the things I was kind of sitting with is a, is a Buddhist kind of philosophy of, you know, what, what we put out into the world comes back to us. Mm. Yeah. The, the energy that I put out, uh, I receive that. So if I'm pessimistic, if I'm negative, and if I'm judgmental, then that's what I'll find myself surrounded by. If I'm putting good vibes out, if I'm putting positive, uh, healing, uh, humorous, uh, humble uh, vibes and energy out, then that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to find myself surrounded by, and that's you know that's been true for me. So yeah, yeah, that's probably the yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Some uh, good words of wisdom for us all there. Let's talk a little bit about the book writing process. Uh, just like to give the listeners a little more, um, some tips and tricks if they're thinking about writing a book. And what would you say would be something maybe you wish you'd have known before you started writing a book um, that you know now? Going back, tell yourself what would you what would you say you wish you had known? Well, I wrote the book about eighty percent of the book uh, I wrote uh, about three years ago. Okay. And I got bored and I had a lot of freedom and flexibility and I just started writing ideas. Yeah. And um, I got to a place where I was like, not sure that I was complete. Uh, Didn't really know if I wanted to continue to write on it. And so I just sat on it. And I have other friends that have published books and stuff. And I would kind of, um, indirectly asked him about the editing process and formatting and getting it on Amazon and, you know, getting some coaching and mentoring about, you know, putting it out there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was a lot of self-defeating stuff that I would tell myself, like, who would read my book? What do I have to say? You know, it's not really that important. I'm just some, you know, some random dude. And um, I had a good friend of mine who uh, actually lives, uh, he lives in Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale. He had a book come out um, about four or five months ago, and we were kind of checking in with each other. And he really, really talked about how um, easy uh, the process was. Uh, and one of the things that I was doing over the last couple of years that I didn't really, that I didn't realize I was doing it was I started blogging yeah. my website, lucascounseling.org. I've got a bunch of uh, blogs on there. Um, and the blogging really helped me find my voice. Uh, it really helped me um, uh, uh, define, um, you know, my style of writing. Yeah. Um, it also allowed me to get some real time feedback from, social media, um, from friends that would read my blogs, um, that would say, you know, Hey, this was good. Or, Hey, I didn't really like that. Or, Hey, this was really profound. Or, Hey, you know, this is how this impacted me, which was, which was good. Um, and then I, I worked with an editor and, um, 
I just worked through all of the negative things I was telling myself about myself that it's not, it's not really, really true, you know? Yeah. I had a, a friend, um, right when the book was coming out, um, he said, so, you know, what's your short term and long term goal with this book? You know, how much money you want to make, how many books you want to sell? And I said, you know, honestly, the only goal that I have for this book is to publish it and to get it out there. Anything beyond that is, uh, is, you know, even more of a success. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love some, some, some advice would be, uh, to get some support because we, none of us ever do this alone. So get some support from people. Um, and to write, whether it's journaling or whether it's blogging or whether it's, you know, sharing videos or ideas with, with the world. Um, writing is, and, and letting people see um, our writing, I think is one of the most vulnerable things that we, we can do because we're really, well, I'm really opening myself up to be uh, judged and to be criticized. And there's really, honestly, there's nothing more scarier than to know that, um, you know, there's a, a sacred part of me that's out in the world now that people can just, they can either accept it and love it and support it, or they can just cut it all to pieces, you know? Yeah, that is vulnerable for sure. <laughs> no, great, great helpful tips for our listeners. Um, and just, I, th I definitely believe that mindset is, it, it can, if, it, if you let it right, become that blocker to, to moving forward with the book. And if you can get past those fears and of what people might say or think, it, I think that's, that's huge. So congrats. Well, yeah, you know, and, and whether we, we decide to write books or not, we all have our own story. Yeah. And we all deserve the opportunity to, you know, to, to be heard. So that's, that's important. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes I think what helped me it was thinking about the people that might help instead of just thinking about what I might feel or you know the the criticism I might get. What would you say has been the best part for you about writing a book? The best part is um, not caring about how people see me and stepping into my authenticity and being vulnerable, which has really allowed for a lot of love and a lot of feedback from a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm, I think 4.9 uh, um, stars on, on Amazon right now. Yeah. Um, I'm also getting a lot of emails and text messages, phone calls um, from people that are just giving me a lot of love and a lot of feedback on how, how helpful uh, the book is. So that's probably been uh, the best part other than, you know, I'm a published author. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's my wife was telling me uh, we, when we were on our trip, um, we met some, uh, we met a couple from uh, London and she was just like uh, bragging about how like she doesn't know any published authors, but me. <laughs> you know? And that's just, you know, that's just cool. Um, yeah, it is cool. Cool. So, like, you know, parents are proud, family's proud. Um, 
it, you know, it's, 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 I think it's, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, it's three years of work and fear and anxiety and consultation and money and time and energy. And it's all sort of came to a head uh, um, to this, to this book, Maximize. That's, uh, you know, when I, I wanted to put a book out that wasn't very long, that was very rich and potent and compact that offered my experience and my practice wisdom to people at, a, at an affordable rate uh, that wouldn't have access to the information that, um, you know, that I'm talking about otherwise. I mean, the, the paperbacks, less than 10 bucks right now on Amazon. I'm running a special for the, the Kindle version on Amazon right now for, um, uh, I think, 99 cents. So, you know, people are really getting some good stuff, um, very affordable, and it's very accessible. That's That was my initial um, uh, goal for this. Yeah. Well, yeah, congrats again. It is a small group of people that uh, take that step, so it is something to be proud of. Uh, any advice for our listeners from a uh, reader's block perspective? Any advice you can have? if if you experienced that while you're writing a book and if so, what did you do to overcome it? Whether someone's journaling or writing a book or, or writing is a creative process. And, you know, I find that sometimes if I'm having a block, um, I need to find another channel to, um, to release this creativity. And that could be, through meditation it could be through yoga it could be through painting or drawing um so those are some things that i did and the other piece too is if, if i am struggling with you know writing or carrying on a thought or ideas it's not really that big of a deal the more that i focus on how big of a deal it is the the more that i'm creating this block so if I don't take myself so serious and if I can take a step back and say, you know, I'm not going to work on this for two days. I'm not even going to think about this for two days. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to do something that I, that I normally wouldn't do. Um, I found that it was helpful for me when I came back to sit in front of the computer. It was very refreshing. It was almost like I was looking at it again through uh, a, a, a new lens and the other part of it is uh, whenever, uh, you know, I was struggling with writing or carrying my thoughts uh, or, or, or exploring other concepts is really getting with people in my life who I value their feedback and talking with them about, you know, the, the, the block that I'm having. Because I find that if, if I want to get inspired – all I have to do is talk to at least one or two other people in the same room about things that make them inspired. Hmm. And that energy and the vibes, uh, you know, really uh, elevates at a, at a higher frequency. So I found that, like that was really powerful, really positive experience of like going to somebody and say, Hey, you know, you know, I'm working on this book. Do you have any thoughts or ideas about passion? Hmm. Like one day, um, you know, I was stuck on passion actually in the book. I texted my friend who I know is really, really passionate. I texted him and said, what are your thoughts on passion? Yeah. And he sent me this long text and I was like, okay, I got what I needed. And I was able to finish writing the chapter. Wow. Good so, stuff. 
Good. Yeah. Very helpful. All right, Henry, uh, we're going to close things out here. Anything else I missed? Anything um, that if you were me, you would have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? I'm not, you know, I'm not a writer, even though I have a published book. So I don't necessarily think that, you know, someone has to be a writer uh, to, to publish a book. I mean, there are other professionals out there that helped me tighten up what I wanted to say and how I wanted it to come across in the language that I, I wanted to use. So I think sometimes um, as, as people, we, we get ideas and there's a risk involved. And so we're scared to take the risk. So we'll make excuses to like play small or to prevent ourselves from really being um, awesome. And so like for uh, the listeners, um, you know, you, you don't have to be a writer to write a book. I totally agree. All right. So what do you have to next, Henry? Anything uh, you want to share with the listeners and where can they, I know you mentioned a URL before, but anywhere they can, the listeners can find you online. Yeah. So I got a couple of things I'm, I'm, I'm working on. I'm, I'm going to be taking uh, this book and before the end of the year, I'm going to be creating some online webinars um, with the book. So it'll be uh, like an eight or 10 week online training mm. that people can take. Um, it'll, be, it'll be in a group format, probably over Zoom or something. And then it'll be some individual calls, um, you know, part of the, the package. Um, and then I'm also looking at doing like some one or two day live in-person workshops. Um, so there's that. Um, I got a couple ideas for some other books that I may start writing next year. One is going to be a memoir of just my life of overcoming a trauma and addiction to where I'm at today in, in my life. Yeah. And that I really want to put out probably more than the book that I, I even just published is I want to do a children's book about a little girl who travels all over the world. Mm. Uh, mainly, um, you know, for my daughter's uh, sake. So <laughs> awesome. That, that, that's, uh, that's cool. And that's, that's kind of what I'm going to be working on around the book. Um, probably for the next, next few months. Going to be on the radio next week. I'm going to be on a few more podcasts. So really just letting the, you know, just letting the universe do its thing. Amazing. And anywhere specific that, uh, listeners can connect with you online. Yeah, so you can find me on, uh, on on Facebook, Henry Lucas. I also have a business Facebook page, Lucas Counseling and Consulting, LLC. I am also on Instagram, uh, hlumax10, H-L-U-M-A-X-10. Uh, you can also go to my website, lucascounseling.org. Uh, you can also uh, email me if you wanted to continue on conversation about this podcast or books or whatever and you can email at henry at lucascounseling.org so there's several ways to get a hold of me and i'm on linkedin too but no nobody uses linkedin for real <laughs> thank you so much henry all right man it's great having you on the show uh, it was thanks an absolute pleasure me. yeah thanks for having me thanks for listening to the daily authors podcast be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content 